Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Danny Morell Show. We got a special one today, guys. This is one of the rising stars in the world of boxing right now. I'm going to dig deep to find out what it takes to become a <laughs> champion, to find out what it takes to stay humble along the way, to find out what hard work means, because I think that whether you're an entrepreneur, an athlete, whatever it is, the principles of success never change. And so, guys, uh, I want to welcome to the show the champ, 38 and 0, Mr. Mikey Garcia. Mikey, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, I love it. I, you know what I like about this guy already? He, he seems so gentle, but he will whoop your ass. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> Such a nice guy, but he will take you down, right? So, look, why don't we do this? Um, for the people who know you, obviously, I know that they're excited to see you, but maybe some may not know sure. you. Tell us about your story. Tell us about how boxing got started. Well, we... Um, as a family, my dad started with my older brothers. Um, my brother Danny was boxing, and my brother Robert was fighting. My dad was in charge of a, a local gym in Oxnard. We come from Oxnard. We have an office out there. Do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually know Fernando. Fernando. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, my dad started Vargas. Did he really? The whole time. Okay, and cool. So I, I grew up in it. Right. I grew up watching my brother and Vargas and, you know, all the other guys at the gym. But I never really kind of thought I would do it myself, boxing. I, I thought that's something that they're doing. You know, I'll, I'll do something else later. This was you as a little kid. As a kid. Right. You know, I'm 10, 12-year-old. Sure, kid, sure. Not really looking in, you know, in the future like sure, this. Sure, sure. Um, but one one day we go and, and we, we go see my nephew who was actually boxing at the time. He's a little younger than me. And one of the kids from his gym did not have an opponent for, for a match. Okay. And my brother just signed me up for an exhibition match. Okay. Okay. Out of nowhere. I, I wasn't training. I, I, we know boxing because like I said, right. we grew up in it, but right. it's not like I was training for a fight, getting ready for a match. Sure. But my brother just signed me on and says, hey, you're, you're getting in the ring. Like, yeah. a, like a big brother should, you right? Know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how it started. I was 13 at the time. Okay. Um, and we borrowed the gear. We borrowed the headgear. We borrowed the shorts, the cup, everything. Because, I mean, like I said, I was there to support my nephew. Right. And I ended up doing an exhibition match. But I actually liked it. It, it felt good to be competing. Sure. And sure. just the the fans, the plotting, and, you know, it, it just felt good. It felt nice. So after that, I actually started going to the gym regular and started training and a few months later, I had my first amateur fight, and I just decided it would be something for me to do um, after school. I never played other sports, never did basketball, football, or nothing. soccer, nothing. Okay. So boxing was it for me. Right. I'll go to the gym. I'll hang out at the gym, kind of just to fool around, do something after school. So it sounds like you you were still like a little like hesitant. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, okay. I just wasn't sure that's what I wanted to do. I, okay. I never right. had that dream as a kid. Right. Most, most kids, most fighters have that dream sure to become world champion to be a boxer one day it's so crazy you say that man nowadays you look on instagram and there's these little dudes that are like yeah. i wouldn't want to fight them. <laughs> and they're like five years old yeah. and i mean they're just like crazy it's it the game is just changing yeah, right they, they start really young um my brother robert started at five okay most kids start on age eight okay eight to ten but um they rack up a lot of fights in the amateurs they're fighting constant tournaments by the time they're 12, 14, 15 years old, they got 200 fights or something. Right. You know, I started late. My first amateur fight was at 14. And at 18, I, I turned pro and I only had 
60 amateur fights compared to kids who are 200, 300 amateur fights. Wow. Right. Right. And so then, so then what, what was that like? I mean, obviously by the time you turned pro now you're putting in the work, you're seeing the results by now you're thinking like, I'm going to make a career out of this. Um, I, it's, I kind of felt that there was an opportunity for me when I was sure. 15 going on 16. I just, that was my first time doing tournaments. Okay. And in my first tournament, I advanced all the way to the final national junior Olympic uh, tournament that they had in Louisiana, Alexander, Louisiana. It was okay. an amateur tournament. It was the junior Olympics. And I advanced all the way to the final. That was my first loss, actually, in the final. In the final. And I, well, well, hold on. So that was your first loss since you started at 13. That I, I only had I only had nine fights going into the tournament. And I'm fighting oh, kids wow. who are 60 fights, 40 fights, 100 fights. Okay. Okay. Well then hold on a second. So, so what was that? Was that natural talent? Do you have like heavy hands or, or do you think that maybe all those years just being around it or was it like, it's, or was it like in your blood? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's, it's a combination of everything. Okay. Okay. Growing up watching my brothers, you know, you learn just from watching. Sure. Sure. And we fool around with the gloves so that you kind of have something already, you know, in, in, in you. But some of it also is natural ability, natural talent that, you know, some kids are just athletic. Right. And then with the right training, like my dad and my brother, I was able to pick it up real, real fast. Got it. Got so it. So I picked it up quickly. With nine fights, I entered the tournament. I advanced all the way to the finals. I lost my, it was my 16th fight. So okay. I was 15 and 0. Right. When I lost my 16th fight at the National Junior Olympics, the very final. Right. I ended up, well, having taken home the, the silver medal. Sure. So rank number two in the in the country as an amateur as an amateur yeah yeah at, at age fifteen that's awesome and with very lim- limited you know experience in the ring fighting kids who are like I said sixty eighty fights hundred fights right right so that kind of opened everybody's eyes later I fought another tournament I won the next tournament a couple of tournaments so that's when I kind of realized okay maybe maybe there's a career yeah here. yeah maybe I can do this a little longer you know what I love about this like we're so different because he's <laughs> he's like. Like, he's like, okay, well, maybe I'll do it. Me, like, at 10, I would have been like, I'm going to be rich. Like, you know what no, I'm saying? No. That's so crazy. I love that. I love no, that. Cool. You, I, I had to be patient. Yeah, um, sure, sure. I've seen other careers, you know, through my brother's hands or my dad's hands, other fighters who have talent and somehow they just can, you know, reach their goals. It just happens. So I got. I, I had to be realistic. I had to be, you know, patient. Smart. Smart. Yeah. And and that's why I never really just say, you know, forget everything else. Let's let's do this. Right, that's what right. I want. Yeah. I, I you know, try to be safe about it and fight by fight, you know, take that step closer to where we want to be. And yeah. I finally turned pro. But even then it was kinda like, let's just see where I go. Let's not, you know, put everything else to the side. I still did some some school. I, I finished uh, uh police academy. I did other stuff just in case boxing didn't go well for smart me. man smart i had something else to, smart. to fall back on yeah i love it i love it it's it's so funny you mentioned that i remember i remember when fernando fought who did he fight he fought somebody and i thought i think they just moved him a little too fast uh, maybe trinidad. yeah trinidad that was the fight everybody said where he just literally like i remember yeah. he just got well they, they actually did move fernando pretty quickly ever since he came out of the olympics 96 right um Two years after the Olympics, he he had turned pro. He was four, 14 or 15 and no uh-huh. when he fights for his first world title. 
He's only a kid. He's only 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. Fighting for a world title against Yoriwe Campas. At the time, Campas had a record of 72-1 and one with 64 by knockout. That's... And Fernando was, Fernando was 15-0. and 0. Right. So they, they right away stepped him up quickly. He won the title. Right. He defeated him. He made him quit. Uh, I think it was like seventh or eighth round. Right. So that showed you Fernando had the talent. He had the skills, right and the heart. The obviously. heart. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, you know, a risk, you know, pushing him that fast, sure, sure. that early in his career. But he was good enough to do it. And he fought all the best guys that were available in his time. Yeah. He, yeah. he went on to fight Winky Wright. He right. fought uh i corte de la jolla uh then he fought trinidad and yeah, then you know, see, he fought them all he just went after it. he went after yeah, yeah, yeah. so they yeah. they you could say that they kind of rushed him a little but at, he he was also good enough he to was do good it. right was i good. love it okay, okay. um all right w- with me it was a whole different thing like i said i wanted to take more time yeah be a little more patient the management team that i had uh was different different approach the promotional company is a different company that i was working with yeah when i turned pro so they have a different way of working and, and developing their fighters. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. And guys, if you're watching live on Facebook or Instagram, uh, we, we're going to get you an opportunity to ask your questions. Mikey, here's what I did. I just wrote, wrote down a couple of words, sure. right? Just a couple of key words that I want your take on. Um, uh, most of our audience are entrepreneurs. Most of our audience are, are business owners, are salespeople. And I really, really believe, especially in boxing, like there's a direct correlation between, for example, I wrote down work ethic, Yeah. right? Yeah. Between the work ethic it takes to win in boxing and the work ethic it takes to win in business, right? So if, if I were to be a fly on the wall uh-huh. watching your life, yeah. what would I see? What, what little clues would I see that would cause me to say, like, damn, this kid has great work ethic? Well, you see the, the morning runs, the discipline of, you know, going to bed at a certain time, getting up in the morning, hitting the, the gym early. Um, how early? What what time? Well, like right now in the summer. I mean, six in the morning. Okay, good. Um, winter time because it's too cold. We run a little later, maybe sure. eight eight in the morning. But you have to do that constantly every day. You know, every single we're, day. We're training Monday through Saturday. Um, we're running every morning. We're doing either a morning run in the hills, morning run at the track at the local high school, right? With the stairs. Or we'll hit the LA Fitness and do some laps at the pool. Yeah. So that's a morning routine that we have. And it's about a two-hour routine in the mornings. How many miles are we talking? Um, we do everything by time. But if it okay. translates to miles, I'm thinking anywhere from four to five miles okay, good. In, in the mornings. Okay, good. Uh, roughly about 45, 50 minutes in the mornings. Okay. But then you implement other other drills. Sure, uh, sure. Polymetrics. You know, sure. A lot of footwork. Sure. A lot of uh, you know, speed and skill. You know sharpen those those reflexes right so that you know like i said you you end up doing like a two-hour training session in the morning sure um and that's your life you don't know anything outside of that all i know is that's it that yeah get up and get to work that's what we do it's it's Um, so funny i mean robert you know this like i try (laughs) to tell people this like I, I, I legitimately don't think, because I believe success in boxing or success in business is is a result of a successful human being. Mm-hmm. Like when the rubber meets the road, man, and you're in that match, right? And, and you know, 
it's getting a little tough for you. Yeah. The successful human being kind of goes down deep and Deeper. says, yeah. I'm going to, I'm not going to stop. Yeah, you got to right? dig in. You got to dig in, yep. you know, and it's the same thing in business. And so that's why I tell my audience is like, you don't have the option to not wake up early. You yeah. don't have the option to not work out. You don't have the option to not be physically fit because when you're going in to get a contract or to sign a deal and you're feeling a little nervous about it, you can go back to that thing and say, no, 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 hold on. I put in the work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. That's that's the confidence you get from putting in that work. Sure, sure. You know, so for me, you know, doing those morning runs, followed by the afternoon sessions at the gym where we practice the boxing, the the sparring sessions, the mitts, the heavy back, you know, you put in all that work, you're doing maybe 20, 22 rounds of work in the evening, you know, and then you do it again the next day. You get up in the morning again. I mean, yeah, it feels comfortable being in bed, you know, warm. Right, right, up right. There, but that's not going to help you prepare for your match. That ain't going to help, help you win. You win. Right, right. So you got to get up and, and, and pay your dues. You got to, right. you know, do the work. Robert has see, sees me, you know, sparring and training and, you know, it, it's hard work. Not everybody can can do that. Sure, sure. But the people who are willing to put in that effort are the ones who have that success. I love it. can accomplish that. So you may only see me the day of the fight, you know, 20 minutes on, on TV. Oh, well, look, that was an easy thing. Right. Yeah, but you didn't see the 10 weeks of preparation right. that led me there. You right. don't see the 10 years of my career behind me already right. that have helped get here where I'm at right now. I love it, man. You know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. You know, I, I turned pro at 18. Yeah. I'm 30 now, so that's 12 years to get to where I'm at now. It's a long time. And I started my amateur at 14. Right. You know, so like I said, it's, it's not something that goes that just that quick and overnight success. It takes time, but I got to put in that time. Yeah, absolutely. No one's just going to hand everything to you. I love it. I love it. So so um, I want to get your take on this um, because there's probably a lot of talented people that are that decide to become boxers. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that may not be as talented, but maybe just put in the, the, the hard work. work. Yeah. Where, where do you, what do you think, do, do you, for your life, what do you value the most? Where do you, where do you think is the most important? You have all the talent, but if you don't put in the work, that's it, not gonna, it's going to go to waste. It's, yeah. it's not going to help. We've yeah. seen fighters with lots of talent, waste their careers, um, neglect their, their career because they're lazy. They don't like to put in the work. Right. They think this is enough. I don't need to do all that. Nah, that's too much work. I, I can get away with this. And they're able to get away to a certain point because of their talent and the level of competition that they're fighting. They can get away with some fights. Sure. But eventually it's it going to catch up. up. It's it going to catch up. up. They end up fighting a kid who they should beat. But the kid is, is, is in good shape. He's here to win. And, and this kid is not. Right. The talented kid gets tired in three or four rounds. Yeah. And the fight is a 10 round fight and ends up getting stopped or beat because he didn't put in the work. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we've seen that. So I don't care how talented you are. If you don't put in the work, right. it's not going to, it's not going to work well in, in the long run. You can get away with it for a few fights, but eventually it's going to catch, catch up. up. Okay. I love it. I love it. So, so, so watch this. I'm, I'm sure you're going to appreciate this. I'm a big believer in the power of coaching. Um, I don't know the same way. You don't know how to like operate by not waking up and working out. Sure. I don't know how to function without a coach in my life. As a matter of fact, multiple coaches in my life. Mm -hmm. it, to me, it's a sign. Like if you do not have a coach in your life, you really are not pushing. Yeah. You're not pushing hard enough and your vision isn't clear enough. So I've always aligned myself with, with the best people that I can find regardless of the cost. And I'm just curious, like, 
Have you ever sat down and thought about you got to have a couple of different coaches in your life that are that are helping to create this thing called Mikey Garcia? Well, if if I had to pinpoint and name people and, and appoint them as coaches, right. yes, I don't see them as coaches. Okay. But they're very influential, very, very influential in, in the way I got not just my career, but the life itself. There's a lot of aspects. Um, but there are a lot of people that are that I include. Sure. When it comes to making certain decisions. Sure. Not just in boxing, but in like I said, in general for life. Whether it comes for, you know, businesses outside of boxing. Sure. Uh, whether it's marketing or real sure. estate or, you know, um just any decision. Sure whether it's financial or any proposition, there's certain people who I, I, I look at and you value, I, I their, value opinion their opinion and you, yeah, I, I consider them, you know, close sure. to, to the team. Sure. Um, and they give me their, their best on most honest opinion. And I make my decision at that point, but yes, there, you have to have those people around you. Right. Um, that's how you learn the most. That's yeah. how, how you're going to be able to learn. And if you don't have them and you're just doing it all on your you're own, left to your own devices, you know, basically. If you, unless you have all this great knowledge, yeah, and, yeah, which it's impossible to right, know at all, right? Yeah, you know, but you do learn and pick from from all these people. Sure. So I do have uh, a lot, of, a lot of people around me that that I keep in touch. I talk to, and we're close friends. And sure, you know, whenever something question comes up with any any aspect you know i have the right people around me. i love it i love it and, and what about when it comes to like actual boxing um if you if you could explain to me you know um like i know in your corner the day yes. of a fight yes there's a couple of everybody has a job everybody has a job everybody has a job it's 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 all my it's mainly my family it's we're all a family see that's the best we're, we're family yeah. it's yeah it's my brother robert that's he was the one that he used to box he, he used to box champion back okay. in 98 um, he retired like 2000, 2002. He became a coach. Okay. Along with my dad, Eduardo. Mm -hmm. He's always been a coach. He, he's the one that had Vargas throughout his right, career. Right, 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 right. So my dad and my brother are in my corner. My nephew, uh, Robert's uh, oldest son, Pita. He goes by Pita. His name's Robert. Junior. I know a Pita too. Pita. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's, he's in the corner. And we have Dr. Roger Anderson, who's been with us since my brother was fighting. So we've known him for almost 30 years. Is that the Cutman? Or? Cutman. Cutman. Okay. So we have my dad, my brother, my nephew, and Roger Anderson as a Cutman. Okay, got we it. We might bring an uh, assistant for the day. Uh-huh. And that would be my brother's assistant at the gym. Okay. Just to assist just with any, any whatever, little Whatever, anything thing. goes up. But okay. everybody has a job. Okay. When, when they're working the corner... My my nephew or my brother, whoever it is, they get they they get to go to the ring before the fights even start. Okay. They look at the corner. They look at the the setup. Right. Where the staircase leading up to the ring mat might be. You know, if there's gonna be a bucket on this side or on that side, where the officials gonna be sitting. You know, where the judge is gonna be sitting, so that they don't you know, stumble across each other so that they're not in pe in between people so that they're not in the way. Right. If there's a cameraman going to be sitting here, standing here, where move them to that corner. I'd rather have them. So they prepare all this before the fight. Sure. When the fight happens, when we're finally in the fight, everything is running so smoothly. Right. That no one messes up. Everybody knows exactly what to do. As soon as the bell rings for, for the break, you know, my nephew will already have the stool in, inside of the, the, the ring. My dad will be holding, you know, maybe the water in a bucket. 
right. Cutman's ready to, you know, check in case I got to be some swelling. They got to, you know, bring down. Which I don't see you. I mean, like, I yeah. haven't seen you get really. No. No. Hard, it's putting probably, in work. Probably, right? probably, probably <laughs> never, since I remember, there's been two occasions where I had some form of, of, of bruising. Right. One, I had a cut. It was from a headbutt. It was, I don't know, like my 16th fight or something. It was okay. in Mexico. We had a little headbutt. We had a cut. Um, and one other time that I had a, a bit of a mouse swelling up here. Okay. But that's, those are the only times. The broken nose. That was, that was, that so was basically, good. I could be your cut man. Because there's not <laughs> nothing not to work. There's to nothing do, to yeah. do. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. I like it. I like it's, it. But everybody has a job. Sure. sure everybody does sure. it perfectly, executes their job. And, and I trust them. Sure. I know they're doing their job. You don't have so to I think about it. Don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, my brother knows that you know the Cubs doing this job. My right. dad's doing their job. Pita's doing their job. Right. So everything runs so smoothly. We've actually gotten complimented a lot from the commissions after the fights. Hey, I really like the way you guys were the corner. Very professional. Uh, I love it. You don't have everybody yelling instructions either. Right. It's only my brother telling us what to do. That's it. You know, my dad and my brother will be communicating between rounds, but once we're in the ring, it's only my dad. Um, only my brother. Okay, got it. My dad. Now takes the the assistant side. I love he it. used to be in charge. Now he left my brother in charge. Um, so everybody has their job. Everybody does it well. Yeah, I trust them. They know everything about me. They know what I'm capable of doing right. inside the ring. Right. I'm also smart and, and capable of reading my opponent and looking, you know, and seeing what's working, what's not. What should I try next? Sure. So when I come to the corner, there's not a whole lot of instruction going on. Mm-mm. Cause we kind of know what to do next. I love it. I love it. Cool. And and you know, just just a little side note for those of you that are watching that that are in business, I, I, I want you to think of yourself in that corner, and I, I want you to think of the fact that for a lot of you, you're trying to approach business by yourself. You know, you 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 don't want to hire that assistant because quote unquote, uh, no one can do it like you do it, mm-hmm. right? Or you don't want to invest the money in doing it, um, or you don't want to hire the social media manager, mm-hmm. or you don't. You, th- these are these are all. I, I got to tell you, like when you're in boxing, you don't have that option. You don't have that option. You need that team mm-hmm. around you. If I could help you with anything, I want you to start thinking that when you're in business, you don't have the option either. You think you have the option. And the fact that you think you have the option is what's holding you back from growing your business. I mean, so I just want you, if this helps you at all, just imagine yourself like literally at Staples Center, right? Fighting, trying to like fix your own cut, right? Trying to give yourself water Water. because essentially that's what you're doing in business right now. You know, thoughts? That's, that's a, I like that analogy there. And and you do need the team. You do. Um, You know, if sometimes uh, if I'm, for example, in real estate, I mean, I got the people that help me. I don't do it all on my own. No. You know, I talk to Robert. I'll talk to James. You know, I'll talk to a few people that I know, even Andy, you know, and I get input from everybody. Sure. You know, I can't do it on my own. Sure. You know, it's just like in boxing. I couldn't do it on my own. I can't do mitts for myself. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I can't be punching and holding my own mitts. Right. I, you know, I can't be in the corner trying to do my own cuts. Just yeah. like you mentioned. So you do need the team. It's very important to have the right people around you. Um, the people with experience, the people who know what they're doing. Right. And, uh, but it's well worth having those people. You yeah. Know, it, it's, 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 it just makes the team that much stronger. Yeah. It makes, makes you that much stronger. That much better right. fighter and right. stronger. And right. So like, like you mentioned, anybody who's trying to get in business, get the right people around. Absolutely. It does, it does uh, make a difference. Absolutely. 
So guys, I'm going to I'm gonna bring one more word up, and it's a word that's been coming up on social media a lot for me lately. And if you have any questions for the champ, look, um, go ahead and ask them on Facebook. Uh, Lauren, if you could maybe man the battle station on Instagram, you got it there? Okay, see, see, I got the team. Because if not, yeah. I'd be running around running to the around. computers trying to answer questions, <laughs> then like running back here, right? Um, so, you know, this week I made a couple of posts uh, about the power of faith. Um, and specifically the power of faith in business. But I, I, again, like, I, I think there's something to be said about a successful human being at whatever it is that they do deep in their gut. They've got faith in themselves. They got yeah. faith that they're going to win. They've got faith that they can pull it off. It's not to say you won't be nervous. It's not to say you won't be a little scared, a little jittery, but um, I'm, I'm so grateful to my mom because I, I think she's the one that passed on to me like the faith that I have. Like, I, I literally don't think there's anything that I can't accomplish. Yeah. How does faith play a role in what you're doing right now in boxing? Look, when, I, when I'm entering the, the fight, okay, I'm in my locker room and I'm pretty chill, just like you see me here. Yeah. I'm probably taped up, gloved up, my shorts on, just kind of laying down yeah. until it's time to get going. Yeah. Until they say, okay, you got 10 minutes before you get in the ring. Sure. So cameras will start coming around. I start warming up again because, you know, you just want to stay loose. Um, as I'm walking out into the arena and the music starts going, it's not that I'm nervous, but it's emotional sure. just to be out there and see all those fans sure. for me. Right. You know, they took time off from their schedules, from their work or sure. their own life to come see me for 20, 30 minutes or whatever. That's awesome. So yeah. that's, I, I, I get the, the butterflies. I get a little emotional. I almost get teary sometimes yeah, yeah. just because it's unbelievable that they're there. Yeah. Once I get in the ring, all that's out and I'm just focused on the fight. Right. But through all this whole thing, I never feel nervous. And the reason why I don't feel nervous is because I have full faith and confidence in my abilities, in my training, in my team. I've already won the fight. I love I've it. I've done so I much visualization yes. about the fight about every round, about what my opponent's going to do this round, what he's going to do the next round, what I need to do to overcome that or this. So I've done that so much. I've done so train, so much training, visualizing and physically um, throughout the 10-week camp Right. that nothing surprises me, nothing scares me because yeah. I already know what I, I need to do. I, I've already won the fight in my, in my head first. Yeah. So when I get in the ring, nothing surprises me. Nothing yeah. is different. And that's why I don't get nervous. Right. You know, you're only nervous when you're afraid or when you, when you don't know what's coming. Or when you haven't put in the when work. You haven't put in the work. Yeah. You're going to get nervous. Like, wow, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, you know, do this. I don't, like, I don't know if I'm going to pull this off. Sure. But if you put in the work, you have the right team and there's nothing more that you could have done. I mean, that you did everything. Right. Then what's there to be nervous about? I love it. So that's, that's how I take on the fight. I love it. And I love it. every time I go in there. I am confident that I, I'm a win because I've already won. I did everything needed to win. Right. And like you say, you know, it's, it's, you have faith in yourself. Well, I have all the faith in myself. I yeah. know I'm a win. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind because I put in all that work. Yeah. The package is, is complete. There, complete. Guys, I, I want you to pay attention here, you know, because I say this all the time. Um, because you're all trying to make more money. You're all trying to make more sales. You're all trying to do more business. And I, I, I will never stop reminding you. The money, the sales, the, the success, that's a reflection of what's going on in here mm -hmm. and in here. That 
That's secondary. You got to learn to work on this and this. And like, I'm so like, I hope you can all see there's a reason why he's 38 and 0. You guys get this? There's yeah. there's a reason. Look at the way he thinks. Look at the way his brain operates. Look at the the level of confidence, right? It's not an accident, guys. Success is not an accident. Success is the have part, right? Well, how do you get to have the do part? That's the work. Well, yeah. you'll you'll never do the work if you don't decide to be a winner, to be a champion. And that's the beginning part. And I I I cannot like as I'm as I'm listening to you, man, like I'm loving it because you're just you're talking my language yeah. just in the boxing, in the boxing world. world. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Absolutely. I got one more question. Do we have questions? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Lauren, do we have questions out there? No. Okay. So I got one more question. So you're a Mexican fighter. Yes. Talk to me about, this is just a personal question. There's gotta be like pride in that because I mean, like to be a Mexican fighter, like that means something, you know, it there, uh, Julio Cesar, I mean that I remember as a kid, like the, the, the Mexican spirit, it's like a warrior spirit. It's like, you ain't never going down type of deal. What does that feel like? Look, you feel so proud to be able to represent my people, you know, my yeah. my family, our last name, yeah, and have the support and fans from from all over Mexico, yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a great honor, yeah. And the pride there just won't let me, you know, take no for no, an answer. No. <laughs> you don't give up. You you push hard, yeah. Um, and to be compared now with with as as I accomplish more in boxing. Now I'm getting compared or mentioning in the same sentence as some of the Mexico's some of the greats. Great. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. That's it's, humbling. It's, I'm it's, sure. It's great. It's just like I I could never believe I would be mentioned along some of these names. Yeah. And uh, most recently in my last fight, I won a fourth world title in a fourth division, which I started at featherweight 126, super featherweight 130, lightweight 135, and junior welterweight 147. Only two other people to accomplish that in the history of boxing are Manny Pacquiao, Pacquiao. and Juan Manuel Marquez. Wow. Who Marquez, I admire. Oh, uh, he's, 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 oh my to God. me, he's the best yeah, yeah, Mexican yeah. fighter that yeah, I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Um, and he's actually a good friend. I, I met him several times and very good person. Yeah. And that's who I admired, you know, growing up. Yeah. Marquez, even before he had the, the, the fame. Before people knew about him, his style, I seen his, his style, his style. I, I really liked him. I really liked Finito Lopez, another fighter from Mexico. Uh, they were both trained by Nacho Bettingstein. Uh-huh. So their style was very similar. So I liked both of them before uh-huh. the people even knew who Marcus was right, right. after the Pacquiao fights and everything. Right. But um, now being mentioned along and, and being tagged in the same, you know, sentence and the accomplishments, we both accomplished this and yeah. that. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's humbling. But now I know that there's more I got to give for my fans. Heck yeah, man. I got to give a lot more now because, you know, no one just gets there by accident and, 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 and just all of a sudden, coincidentally, oh, well, yeah, you just happened to do. No, now I got to deliver. I got to prove that it wasn't an accident, that it wasn't right. just, you know, a, a fluke. Well, you know, um, Mikey, I, I say all the time, pressure is a privilege. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the more you grow, the more pressure yes. and responsibility it. but it's a privilege i see it it's a privilege to have that pressure yes. you know what i'm saying i, I see it um i mean there's other, other champions in boxing yeah but there's no pressure on them because the fans aren't really considering them great already or right, right. or at that elite level yet right 
everybody is just eyeing me and say, okay, yeah. you got to do this. You do, what's yeah. next? What's next? Sure. Where are you going after? Sure. And I can't go on and pick an easy opponent just to Not get no, no more. No, I need to you need step, you know, up, and, step yeah. up and fight champion after champion and tough fights, move up in weight class. Part of that is, is to satisfy my fans, but also to satisfy my own and prove to myself, yeah. you know, the, the fighter that I am. I love and it. to prove to everybody, you know, that I'm not just, like I said, just an accident that ah, I right. just picked up a right. title out of nowhere. No, he's there because he put in the work. Sure. Because he is talented, because he's great. Sure. So I I embrace that pressure. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's an opportunity for me to deliver. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to go, guys. Uh, we're going to go questions. to Facebook. Yeah. I'm sure we got some questions. Yeah, so Maria Diaz says, what makes him stay focused? Maria's a big boxing fan, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys know Maria. Yeah. What makes him stay focused uh, no matter what's going on? And um, how do you perform when you don't necessarily feel maybe at 100%? Well, we, um, the focus is, is, you know, the fight itself. Throughout training camp, that's the focus. You know, I know my opponent is training, you know, harder than me. I know my opponent is is training you know like never before it's an opportunity opportunity for them to fight me mm-hmm. and you know blow up and grow so i need to put in all that work so i don't, don't want to let anybody take over where i'm at or right. take my place right so that's that's what keeps me focused um my family my kids keep me motivated how many kids do you have i have three kids oh awesome cool. i have three kids my boys oldest, girls my oldest is my daughter okay. she's 11 two boys a seven and a three and okay, cool. um they're really my my motivation. Yeah. Because everything I do in boxing turns for them. Sure. It, it, in turn, it, it becomes theirs. Sure, sure. So I want to make sure that I can deliver, accomplish these things sure. for my family. Sure. So that's the motivation. That's the focus. Um, sometimes you do have some off days mm-hmm. in training. There's days where you're a little tired, a little sore, just maybe you didn't get enough rest, whatever it is. Right. So my brother and my dad, being that they're so experienced in this, they can see that, they can pick that up. And I let them know also. And maybe that day they, they tone down the pace just a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe I get the whole day off if they see that, you know. That's what you need. Get a day off. Yeah. If that's what you need, yeah. take the day. Yeah. We don't need to get any, any, any damage. You know, we don't need to get hurt during training. We want to make sure that training helps us get ready for the fight. Right. Not go into the fight with injuries. Right. So if, if they see that I need a day off or if I feel like I need a day off, we take the day off. Okay. But you have to be able to get back and work hard the next day. And right. you, know, you take that day off to rejuvenate and rehydrate, whatever it is. So that the next day you push harder, you know? So that's, that's kind of the way I work with my schedule in boxing um, and leading up to the fight. Okay, good. Okay, good. Go for it. Um, Jason, quick question. Jason Crawford asks, can we get you and Danny to go three rounds for charity? Oh! No. <laughs> You'll hey. die. I mean, as long as I could run. As long as I could run. As for long as just, just make the, 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 the ring bigger and let me run and I'll come in and like bite his ankle and then I'll run again. If hey, we could do that, I'm in. Bring, bring him to the gym and film it. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right, good. All right, good. We'll do that one. <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Gus Jacintos asked, uh, how important are your mornings versus, I guess, not mornings, but like your training versus like career brand and development? Well, you know, if I don't have success in boxing, you know, my my branding, my marketing ain't going to go anywhere. You know, I need to work hard to win my fights, 
And then I do the, the marketing, the branding. Uh, we've been growing, you know, fight by fight. Every fight gets bigger. Sure. Every fight generates more fans, sure. more sales. So my brand is growing as I'm growing in the sport. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've been doing this for 12 years now. Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. But, you know, slowly but surely, it's growing. I do have to emphasize and put some some emphasis on, on the brand. I got to put some stuff there, you know, sure. get the Mikey, get sure. stuff just to keep it out there. Yeah. But uh, my main focus is boxing the fight itself. That's that's number one priority. Got it. Got it. By the way, all of Intero, if you're watching, we're going to the fight. So and I'll, and I'll mention that real fast. Um, yeah. Guys, July 28th. This is like this is big for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't know this. My goal is to sell out the Staples Center and we're going to help him sell out the Staples Center. So go get your where would they get tickets? Ticketmaster? Uh, they have. AXS dot com. AXS dot com. AXS dot com. Staples okay. also has tickets available. Okay. Or Ringstar, the, the promotional company that we hired, Ringstar Ring Boxing. Okay, cool. They also have tickets. Um, but I, I want a couple, like, I want like I want to be, like, right, right there. Right there. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I'll make sure I let them know that. You, you know, just tell me whatever I got to do. got to do. Okay. I'll just, get, like, four I, or five. I got the contact. I got okay, the cool. contact okay, that, that I can do that. Okay. Honestly, I hope if, you, if you're the one fighting, I, I would hope that you have the guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot yeah. of people, it's funny. I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little something. A lot of people think I have, like, access to whatever I want. Oh, Yeah. That's not, how, That's it not how it works. See, I hired the promoter to put the show. Right. You know, so you're getting paid your fee no I'm matter what. Paid no matter what. Got it. it now Got it's it. his job to sell, to sell the tickets. He doesn't want to give away tickets. No, 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 no. No, I, no, no, no hold on, hold on. I, I'm not like those other Hispanics. No, 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 no. I, 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 I will pay. No, I will, I, I will gladly not, pay. I wasn't saying that. Yeah. But what I'm saying, <laughs> since he's getting hired to do the show yeah it's his job to sell tickets. sure sure that's sure. the only way he's gonna make any sure. money yeah 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 so he'll give away you know give give he'll do giveaways but his priority is to sell because no, no, that's no. the only way he's gonna make money we're gonna help him sell you know so we'll help him sell if i was me doing it on my own you know it's different i can give away as much as i feel yeah. like you know doing for this moment for this fights the way we do it i co-promote uh-huh but i hire him sure and so I'm already guaranteed my 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 purse. My opponents guaranteed their purse. Everything is already covered. Now it's his job to make sure that Do he that. makes that money. So hey, so so just for kicks, what's the purse your, for you? The actual amount? Yeah, for you. That's very private. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Could you give me like a ballpoint? Like a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just just to get excited. I, I love hearing this stuff. Uh, seven figures. How, seven figures. how many seven figures? Like in the like in the double digits seven, like or like in the lower it's, part, or like it's, in the middle. It's, it's, it's every fight changes, and right. even, even though I have a guarantee, it, it, it fluctuates a little bit. Uh huh. Um, it always generates just a little extra. Cool. Um, there's sponsorships available sure, there's sure. uh international licensing where sure. they sell a fight to international networks other yeah. countries ticket sales depending on how much ticket sales you, you know, could get a i get a, a, a piece so it does change but you have your guarantee the guarantee actually comes from from the network okay in this case showtime showtime so our guarantee comes from the network we have a million dollar guarantee yeah. budget for the for the fight itself for me my opponent gets his guarantee from the network Okay. So we know for a fact we're, that's our guarantee. Okay. Then but then there's, any, other there's other variables where you exactly. could earn more. There's there's other revenue streams. <clears throat> right. Call them, you know, like I said, ticket sales, international sponsorships, um, endorsements. There's other stuff that comes into the pot. Then we split that. I got you. But the guarantee 
is a min- minimum million dollar yeah. fight purse from the network. We're going to get you like 10, 20 million. Oh, we, we're going we to start there. thinking we want, bigger. We we're going to start thinking, yes, yeah. yeah. Hey, do me a favor. If you're going to the fight with me, because I'm going to the fight, if you're going to the fight with me, just type into Facebook or Instagram, I'm going. I'm going. Start spreading the word. We're going to help them sell this thing out. All right? On your Instagram, I think you have the link also to um, buy tickets, right? Yeah, I had it. I'll have to put it back on because yesterday I put a different oh, link A on, different but, link. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, later on today, if you go to at Team Mikey yeah. Garcia, go follow him and uh, go. you can go get your tickets there, all right? I, I'm, I don't even got servers right now, so. It's all good, like it's all good. In like 20 minutes, yeah. just give him 20 minutes. Um, uh, 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 Isaac, questions? Let's do two more, two more. All give right. me two more good ones. So uh, Chris Valley asked, asked, how was your break from boxing beneficial to you and how did you keep yourself motivated to keep going during that break and keep that vision of becoming a world champion? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, a lot of people have asked, you know, what did I do during my break? I had a two and a half year layoff. So that's a fan. He knows. He knows. That's cool, yeah. Um, in 2014, I had a title defense. January of 2014, I defended my title at 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. Coming right around the corner, February, March, somewhere in there, um, me and my former promoter had a falling out, yeah, a little yeah. dispute. Yeah. My contract was up. They argued it wasn't, that there was an extension that could be applied. Either way, we went through litigation. It, it, it really, it's, it's, it's tough. Because there was no final date that mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. coming to an end. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. It extended. It lasted two years, over two years. And you decided to just. During that time, I could not get any fights with any other promoter. Oh, wow. Because I was going through litigation. No other promoters willing to work with you because right, they don't want to be liable for lawsuits right, and stuff. Right. My promoter wasn't giving me fights either. Wow. You know, their strategy was in, 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 for lack of words, it was just, you know, to starve me out. Yeah. They wanted to just keep me on the shelf. Right. Until I come back and beg them for, for a fight. Right. And sign whatever they, they gave me. Right. Well, I was fortunate enough to do other things and I was able to make it through those two years. Um, however, I still stayed in the gym. Sure. I stayed active. Good. My brother was starting his new gym with a lot of young kids. Kids from Texas, from LA, from all over. So I wanted to help them get ready for their fights. They were about to turn pro. They were, you know, about to, you know, become professional fighters. So I wanted to help them as well. Right. So I kept training with them. I kept sparring with them. At times, I was sparring as if you, if, as if I was getting ready for a fight. Right. Ten rounds, twelve rounds at a time. Right. Right. It you helped putting me. in work. I was putting in work. Yeah. 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 It helps me stay in shape. Sure. It helps me stay active, so that when I do come back. I don't have any problems, no ring rust, right. no no tiredness, no laziness. I'm, I'm in shape. Yeah. So those two and a half years actually helped me a, a, a lot. Good. Because it allowed me to take a break from the regular boxing routine, but it kind of helped me reunite that fire and that sure. passion and that hunger for the boxing again. Yeah. Because once it was taken, now I know what was missing and now I want that plus more. Yeah. So yeah. that two year period actually helped me a lot. Um, I learned a lot of the boxing business also during that time, during the litigation. Right. They had to open up the books and I learned a lot more of the business side. That's good. So that helps me when I come sure. back. Now I'm in control. I'm in better charge. Better decisions. Make better decisions in my career. Yeah, good. I love yeah. it. I love it. 
We're going to end on that note because I think that was a great one. Um, guys, and I want to, you know, I, I think I'm a natural promoter of good things. I think this is a good thing. I think this is a good dude. I think we need to support him. Get your tickets, guys. July 28th. If you win this fight, what does that mean? You're you're the unified oh, if, champ? Or? If we win this fight. When we win. Forgive my language. Yes, when you win yes. this fight, July what does this mean? You know, about 9, 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, winning this fight. Makes me an undefeated, unified, lightweight champion. You have all the belts. Uh, I would be holding two of the belts. Two of the belts. Um, I'd be holding currently the WBC. Okay. And I'd be unifying with the IBF. Okay. At 135 pounds. The other two titles are held, one by Ray Beltran, who holds the WBO. And the other title, the WBA, is held by Vasily Lomachenko, who just won in his last fight. Okay. Okay. Um. After this fight, we hope to unify even the other belts. Right. All of them. Um, sometimes the business gets involved. Sure. And emotional. Yeah. Sure. And, sure. You know, sometimes fights don't happen for other reasons, but that's that's the plan. Okay. I you love know, it. That's, that's the plan to, I love to it. win this fight to lead us up to another unification with the other fighters. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're going to be there. We hope that you guys are there. We hope that you've enjoyed the show, guys. Uh, make sure that you're following Mikey. Uh, go to at Team Mikey Garcia on Instagram. And then make sure that you connect with him on Facebook. What is it there? It's My also Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia. On Twitter and Facebook. On Twitter and Facebook yes. Facebook as well. And I will see you guys at Staples right. Center on July 28th. We'll see you next week as well. Take care. Bye-bye.